All right, welcome back to the Kahaleo Massage Podcast. This is Aaron, and we are back doing more fun episodes. So if you want to listen to something serious, check out the other business topics or my different massage styles podcast. But this time around, we're going to continue talking about some of my favorite K-pop groups. And so this group is called Blackpink. So some background information about Blackpink. They debuted in 2016 from YG Entertainment. They are a four-member group, which consists of Lisa the Mokne. She's the main rapper and lead singer as well. And then she's Thai. Up next is Rose, or they call her Cheung. She's the main singer, and she's Australian. Australian, Korean, Korean, Australian, however you want to call it. Then Jisoo, she's the leader. She's the face of the group. She's also... Kind of the sub-vocal, sub-vocalist, dancer. And finally, there's Jenny. She's the lead rapper. She's the main singer. And she's from New Zealand. So, I think the reason why I like Blackpink is because they slant more toward the hip-hop R&B as compared to, like, my favorite group, Girls' Generation, which was... They kind of delved into the rap a little bit, a lot of the EDM music, but Blackpink is more... They, they have a hip-hop aesthetic to them. So Jenny really can rap. She has a good flow. And it's not just merely as like a change of pace. Because sometimes with the K-pop, they have a built-in rapper. But occasionally it's just... It, I guess it breaks up the monotony of the singing. But within with, with Blackpink's case, it's it's a real smooth integration between the rapping and singing. What I tell people is, if you liked TLC in the 90s, you'll love Blackpink. It's just the next step in the evolution so that's what makes them different and stand out from from other groups that i've listened to in k-pop so unlike girls generation it's a four-person group smaller group they're able to showcase their talents better each person in blackpink has a very unique sound especially rose she's my bias in the group so everybody tends to gravitate toward jenny but i think rose all around i mean she she's a sleeper of the group i think people sleep on her because she kind of is in the background behind jenny and lisa who can dance and jisoo who's the face of the group but the biggest thing is i think in 2019 blackpink they're coming to the u.s already they're doing coachella they're gonna tour in europe as well but of any group not named bts this group is positioned to very much be very influential in the United States and the West. Three of the four girls are near fluent in English. Like what I was saying, it was one's Australian, one's from New Zealand, one's from Thailand. They can have Western appeal. And as, as you've seen with YouTube, like their videos have like 400, 500 million views already. So the world's watching. The world sees what these girls are capable of. So I'm pretty sure that 2019 and beyond, there'll be a factor in the West. Good news, bad news is that Blackpink, they've been out since 2016, but they really only have 10 or 11 songs, which is a small amount considering pretty much each song is definitely listenable, if not great altogether. Standout song-wise, Do 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 is the song that put them on my radar, and it just, it blew my mind when I heard it. it bl- apparently it blew the world's minds too, because I think they're up to like 500, 600 million views on YouTube. That song showed they're all good looking, they're all cute girls that can rap, dance, sing. Next is Stay. To me, that's the, the opposite of Do 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 Do. It's in a, it's an acoustic song that shows that they can just sing. And they have a unique voice. 
it's a strong voice. Rose has a very strong voice, I think. Um, and then Boombaya is the Caribbean EDM club banger that, like, you could play it in any club in the United States and people would just start dancing because it's, it's, it's electric. Final song I picked was Whistle. That was their original song, and there's an acoustic version of it too. It's a good song. It's a strong song. As introductions go, it, it showed what they're all capable of. So last year, late in 2018, they did a, a song with Dua Lipa, Kiss and Makeup. It was a good song. I just think they were underutilized in it, but it showed that what they can do. But I think, I mean, in, in some respects, it's hard to have a solo act guest with with a, an, a, f- a group featuring four girls. So somebody's going to get lost in the shuffle on that one. And then, like we were saying... So also, at the end of last year, um, Jenny put out her own song, Solo. Great song. Really enjoyable. And so the the theory between, in 2019 is that each of the girls are going to put out solo songs and then they're going to compile it and make another album in 19 and maybe just take it west. So they're doing the concerts. I think coming April, they'll be in the United States doing Coachella. Then they're going to go to Europe and then we'll see what happens after that. But I'm expecting them to break pretty big. I mean, girls that are good looking, they can sing, they can dance. In terms of, uh, like, personalities, they're quite bubbly, they're very enjoyable. So I think they're gonna be, they're gonna have a good future. I'm doing this podcast to let you guys know, just to give you guys a head start. So you guys can be like, oh yeah, I heard of Blackpink before they got huge right in America. So this, this is, this is me giving your, giving you the first taste of Blackpink. So yeah, so if there's any other groups you think I should check out or whatever, hit me up on kahaliolamassage at gmail.com or tweet me at kahaliola. And after that, I will talk to you guys later.